<laughs> What's up, good people? And it's time for another session, another season of that verbal cardio, man. Sorry I've been gone so long, man. I know y'all are heated. I know y'all are mad at me, man. Y'all have been blowing up my comment section like, man, where verbal cardio at? Man, forget all this other stuff you doing. Where's the verbal cardio, man? I'm glad you're having a good time. Where's verbal cardio? I see that you had a funeral and everything, but where's verbal cardio, man? I see you out here having surgery and whatnot, but where's that verbal cardio at, man? I'm sorry. I apologize. I went on hiatus. I went on a verbal cardio hiatus. I gave y'all 20 episodes. And then I went on hiatus, but this is the new season and I'm dropping verbal cardio once a week on Wednesdays from here on out. I apologize. I'm sorry, but I'm back, though. That's what's important. The important part is that I'm back up in this piece. What it do, man? And of course, of course, I got my co-host, man. Water, man. Water is my co-host. Oh. Water is the best drink of all time, man. Don't get it twisted. Don't fool yourself. Don't kid yourself. Don't be like, I need coffee to survive. I drink soda, wine, lecha. These are the drinks I drink. I need these on a daily basis. No, you really You really and truly need water on a daily basis. This is the only drink you truly need on a daily basis. Don't ever forget that, man. The rest of this stuff, man, y'all just hooked on. It's like drugs. Y'all just hooked on the shit, man. Water is where it's at. Respect water. Love it. Y'all shouldn't be forcing yourselves to drink it, man. Get in on this water. I know know y'all thinking, like, is water paying Tony Baker to, to pump it up every podcast? No. Water keeps me alive, so I got to shout out water. You feel me on that when you feel me? Man, we back, man. We back. It's February, you know what I'm saying? The Super Bowl just happened. All right, the Super Bowl, to beat all Super Bowls just happened. Falcons gave up an epic lead, an epic lead in the Super Bowl. They gave up an epic lead and lost the goddamn Super Bowl, man, to the New England Patriots. Tom Brady and them came back in the second half, man. I know Atlanta people were just, you could hear Atlanta's heart breaking. You could you could physically hear it. It was like a slimy crack. And I was like, all the Waffle Houses was closed. Everybody gold teeth fell out. It was just, oh, man, dog, they had it. They had it. And somebody I was watching the game where it was like, man, I kind of wanted a closer game than this. And then it got close. But they, they were going for Atlanta when they said it. I think they jinxed the game. I think they jinxed the game, man. But, man, Atlanta, Atlanta only has one championship for the whole city. That's a damn shame. The whole city, they got one championship, y'all. The Atlanta Braves are the only ones with a championship in the city of Atlanta. Atlanta got some some musical championships, like Outkast, for example. You know what I'm saying? T.I., you know what I'm saying? So, so deaf, you feel me? Future's hot right now, you know what I mean? So Migos just had a number one album in the country. You know, Atlanta, Atlanta on the music front, 
they got some championships, but man, dog, the sports though, they lack it. That's why a lot of people from Atlanta that, you know, they ain't even loyal to the teams out there, mug, man. It's a damn shame, man. Tom Brady, man. I'm just tired. I don't hate Tom Brady. I'm just tired of seeing the Patriots in the goddamn playoffs, man. All right, we get it, y'all. Good. Your coach dresses like he just dug out of the hamper and just threw some shit on. But okay, man. I'm sick of looking at y'all, man. Y'all look good. But can we get some fresh blood in these Super Bowls? Patriots always got their asses in there. Even though they weren't there last season still. They almost was in there. Just tired of them, man. But I wish I was rooting for Atlanta. I was rooting for Atlanta, you know, but they didn't get it done, man. They shut down. The defense got tired. The defense got tired. T-I-E-D. They got tired, man. They was out there for a long time. They was like, man, we, we ain't got no juice left, man. They getting the offense off the field too fast. Now we back on the clock. Now we back on the clock as the defense, man. We can't hang like this, man. We need the offense to give us a break. A lot of people weren't happy with the Lady Gaga uh, halftime show. Um, I mean, it was just it was just Lady Gaga performing, man. Like, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't call myself a fan of Lady Gaga, but I appreciate what she's bringing into the mix. Um, you know, she kind of like the she's like the the torch Madonna passed to Madonna passed Lady Gaga the torch and. Um, yeah, the performance was cool. She was doing her best. She was working, singing on cue, singing on key. You know, sounded good while she was doing all that dancing. Simultaneously, she jumped into the stadium. You know, not a lot of people can do that. Harness or not, not a lot of people can jump into a stadium. They can be like, yeah, I'm going to do a, a real good show. Hey, how about we just jump into the stadium and you'll be harnessed on these cables and wires. He'd be like, man, hell no, man. I'm not jumping into I'll slide in. I'll come in from the floor and then pop up like Michael Jackson. But I ain't, I ain't diving in. The dive in is real. Because you got to think, it's easy It's easy to look at the performance like, oh, she's coming in from the top. But to be actually at the top looking down, have you ever stood on top of a stadium and looked down? Not a lot of you have, but I imagine that when you do, your legs going to get that funny feeling, man. That's a shoot. And then she hopped off the scene after it was done. That was mad funny. She just jumped into oblivion. What if we never saw Lady Gaga again after she hopped off the stage? Like, that was the last time we ever saw her. She quit making music and everything. Like, last time we saw her, she hopped off the Super Bowl stage. That would be like, that would be on Unsolved Mysteries 2017 that would be eternal right there that's what i would do as a musician like if i was a musician and i finally got invited to perform at the super bowl and if i get invited to perform at the super bowl i'm automatically think i had a good run of albums and hits so i'm probably bred it up so i'll be like man i'm gonna just hop i'm gonna just explode at the end of the performance and nobody ever saw me again like, I quit making records, quit showing up. You don't see me on social media, nowhere. It'd be like, yo, Tony really burst into flames at the halftime show. It was incredible. It was incredible. And that would make her performance better in the long run if she never resurfaced. It was like, yo, that was her swan song, y'all. She really out of here. I don't know, man. Um... Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga always transforms her look. So, but sometimes, man, 
Sometimes I be wanting to to smash Lady Gaga, man. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Don't be judging me, but sometimes I be wanting to smash. I don't know, man. Just me. Just me. Y'all weigh in on that. Would y'all smash Lady Gaga? Y'all let me know. Here's my thing about the Super Bowl, though. Like, the Super Bowl is now known for the commercials now. Like, everybody tunes into the Super Bowl. We want to see the commercials. We want to see what commercials they got going, who got the hottest commercial, what movies they going to show. And so that's what it's become. Like, so you can never get up and leave during the Super Bowl. Like, you're watching the game, and then the commercials come on. Oh, I can't miss the commercials. But the commercials, I feel like they were a little more solid this year. But the commercials have just become star-studded, like celebrity-driven. Like, how many celebrities can we fit in these commercials? And, you know, there's a lot of celebrities doing commercials, so it's not a big deal anymore. Like, when you see a, a movie star or a huge music star, you're like, all right. It doesn't mean anything anymore unless it's a good concept. The concept is key. Like, my favorite commercial of the Super Bowl, it was simple. It was that one where the dad was faking his own death just to get out of his cell phone contract. That, that to me, was the funniest. That was, like, my favorite one because, one, the dummy he had set up in the truck before he pushed it over the cliff, him and the kids. And then that right there just sold me, man. The dummy, the dummy sold me. Whenever you put a dummy in something – I'm all in, man. I'm simple like that. Just throw a dummy in there, switch to the dummy. But that commercial really stood out. And I was like, yo, I like this commercial right here. But, uh, yeah, they they just be like, throw some stars in there and the commercial going to be a hit. And I'm like, nah, man, give us that good concept. We're regular, unknown actors like myself. Let me get that gig. There's all these actors you throwing in there. They don't need the money, man. I need the money. So throw me up in these commercials, man. I'm sick of this. Let me get in these Super Bowl ads, man. Come on. Holla at your boy, man. They were showing the movie trailers and stuff. I'm looking forward to Logan. Uh, Logan is uh, based on Wolverine from X-Men. And it's rated R, so I'm excited about this. Rated R, X-Men movie. I'm all in. You know, cats realize now that rated R doesn't mean you can't make money still thanks to the success of Deadpool. All right. And Marvel, man, they got to remember, man, Marvel, Marvel movies first got hot with the movie Blade. Blade was before all this and it was rated R and it was a hit. It made like uh, $70 million at the box office in 1998. And so you translate that today, it'll be over 100 mil. But out the gate, like this is Blade was a character that wasn't like no A-list character. He wasn't like Spider-Man and the X-Men and the Avengers. Blade is like an unknown Marvel character. Like, you know, straight. I wouldn't even say B-level. I say he was C-level. Wesley Snipes came out, did his thing, man. 70 mil at the box office. The sequel came out. Blade 2 made 80 mil, you know. And then they was like, all right, well, let's put our toes back in this water. Let's do, uh, let's do, let's do Spider-Man, huh? Let's do it. And then boom, that's when everything started rolling, man. Now look at Marvel is just a powerhouse now. But like, don't shy away from that rated R, man. Don't be scared of it, man. Because people going to come, if it's a good movie, People are going to come out like, you know, they, they going to come out. And that that was proven with Deadpool. Like Deadpool was rated R. 
made over $300 million at the U.S. box office, like 700-something mil worldwide. So they're like, yo, let's let's get this. And plus, X-Men have been misfiring. And so their box office numbers are dwindling. So they what they got to lose, man? Make make Wolverine rated R. His his claws his his claws are built for rated R. You got to get bloody, man. You can't have a you can't have a superhero that can slice through anything and cutting people up. You can't have that not be rated R. Because rated R means like if it's not a lot of blood in it, you can get by with a PG thirteen rating. But once it gets bloody, that's when the R ratings come. And so with character like Wolverine, he's slicing arms off, he's impaling people. It's blood. It's blood on the scene. Wolverine stay bloodied up, whether it's his own blood or the blood of others. He didn't cut up to pieces with his razor sharp adamantium claws that can cut through anything like his butter. If he cutting through an arm like his butter, man, it's, there will be blood. Okay, let's get that R rating. So I'm looking forward to that. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 coming out. Fast and Furious 8 coming out. Uh, Ghost in the Shell. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean. I think they're on five. I can't remember which, how many Pirates of the Caribbeans were there. I think they're on five, right? I don't know. Uh, I said it right, like y'all can answer me back. Answer me back in the comment section. Um, so yes, yeah, so I was seeing the movie joints. Oh, Transformers five, I guess. Uh, yeah, so Transformers, man. They Michael Bay just be doing too much, where it's hard to follow the action, man. I'm sick of that. But his movies are colorful, dog. His movies are mad colorful. I'm like, Michael Bay, I see what you're doing with these camera lenses. Playboy, let's go. Uh, and then the Super Bowl just went off, and I was like, man, I feel bad for Atlanta, man. I feel bad for Atlanta. They was ready for this. I know they was turn, They was doing a pre-turn up in Atlanta. Everybody's memes on social media was already giving Tom Brady the, the Michael Jordan face, and I was like, yeah, hey, yeah. You spoke too soon, guys. You spoke too soon. Okay. And now look at you. Man, Super Bowl came and went. Uh, since I've done this, since I've done my last podcast, a lot uh, a lot has changed. A lot has changed. We got uh we got a new president now. We got a new president. It's crazy, right? We got a new president. Everything's going to be great. I have a great relationship uh with the co- with the country. Uh it's, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Donald Trump is our new president, man. I'm not with this. I'm not with it, man. Here's what I hate about Trump being president and the people that ride for Trump so hard. Y'all wasn't riding for Trump before this. Like, why y'all got his back so hard that you willing to cut your family and friends off and just just get blocked on social media just for riding for this dude so tough like you've been fucking with him for years, man? You wasn't even thinking about Donald Trump. So why are you riding so tough, man? Why are you cussing people out on social media like Trump? You just die hard out the gate. Why are you this die hard? Normally, normally being this die hard, you got to have years put in of just riding with something. You got to have years put in. Like I ride hard for the Bears, but it took years for me to ride hard. You know what I'm saying? Like the Bulls. It took it took a long time, man. You got to you got to put the time in, man. Trump just came out of nowhere. You wasn't riding for Trump when he was just owning casinos and grabbing women by the pussy. You wasn't riding for him then when he was on The Apprentice just saying, you're fired. You wasn't riding tough. You wasn't wearing no Trump hats. 
Now you riding tough, you getting Trump tattooed on your arm. You cussing your parents out because they voted for somebody else and you Trump. Or vice versa, you disowning your kids because they don't believe in Trump, but you do. Come on, just sit down. Have several seats and just relax, man. Just take it easy. Y'all riding for Trump. <laughs> Trump. It's so easy to call him Trump instead of Trump. Y'all riding for him too tough, man. Just, just, just chill out, man. Have a seat. Relax. Breathe. All right? People, people are going to disagree with you. People are not going to like your president. That's what happens when you get a when you get a polarizing president. People gonna talk shit about your president unless he's just on his A game the whole time, which he is not. Out the gate, I'm banning, I'm banning, uh, I'm banning terrorist countries, Muslims. Uh, we gonna put the ban out there. Like, oh man, what did you think was gonna happen, man? Ain't nobody having that. Ain't nobody having that, man. Ain't nobody got time for this. You got time to be banning Muslims, man? Stop, man, from terrorist countries. You know how many terrorists are in this country? Born and raised in this country? Come on, stop. All these mass shootings, just regular homegrown white kids, white boys, just out here just killing people on the mass tip. Are you worried, man? Come on, stop, man. People be really getting, people really be getting just into it. Like on my social media page, if I post anything, Political having to do with race or politics. People be on there arguing tough. Like the the arguments and you, people just show the ugliest sides of themselves. And then some people, I'll be like, how do you even follow me? How Like, how'd you even find me? And you, you think and feel this way. Like, where did your racist ass come from? Like, are you following me? I'm black. I'm black. Clearly by the things you commented, you don't like us. Like, why are you here on my page? Get out of here. Get out. Get off my page. Get out of my comment section, man. And the people that say the worst shit on, on, on my social media are the, the the pages with no profile pic. Oh, they just come out the gate with the just flurries of just verbal foolishness and disrespect. I'll be like, oh, God. Troll city, man. Like, you just setting up dummy accounts just so you can verbally trash people wherever you go like what does that do for your soul like is that is that benefiting your soul like how are you how is this making you feel better just to hurt people's feelings this is what you live off of this is your oatmeal this is your breakfast like yeah let me bash let me bash this person yeah say some hateful mean shit yeah i I live on that y'all just need hugs man I know it's cliche to say that you need a hug. Some people really just need hugs, man. Like you just gotta love these cats. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try killing people with love. I'm be like, hey man, I still love you though, bro. Like, ah, I hate you and your your face and you're just dividing the country, Tony Bacon. Like, I love you though, duh. I love you. Get in on this love, man. My pants are off. Get in on this love. Why are your pants off? I hate pants. I hate pants too. But I love you. I love you. Man, people just need to people just need to take it easy, man. You're getting your blood pressure high with all this, man. Stop riding so hard for Trump, man. You don't know him like that, man. Trust me. You know, people that's passionate about Obama. We were passionate about Obama for a couple of reasons. For one, he was black. Okay. So we was passionate about that. That is that is that is that could be considered racial prejudice? Or racial favoritism? Absolutely. It was. You know why? Because there's never been a black president in this country. 
everybody's been white. So it was a big deal. It was a big deal. You can't ignore that. You can't, you can't deny that. You can't ignore it. It was something fresh. It was something new. We were hopeful. We were like, yo, he's really going to change it. And maybe that's how y'all feel about Trump. Maybe, maybe because he's not a politician. He's a businessman, you know, maybe you feel like that's, that's some strong change. So you really getting, you really getting on board hard, die hard the way you just cussing everybody out to ride for this cat. Like you'll fight for this cat. Maybe that's what it is. But for us, when Obama came in, it was like, yo, man, the country not as racist as we thought they were, man. We, oh, anything can happen, man. Anything can happen. Let's go. Uh, and at the end of the day, Obama was somebody that you would invite to the cookout. You would invite him to game night. You would invite him to your crib. You would want his company. You would talk to him at a function, man. Trump, you just be like, this shit is getting awkward. Somebody in the conversation, like if it's a group of people, somebody would get their feelings hurt because of what he said. It was it, you wouldn't invite him again. Like if you invited him one time, you, he wouldn't get the re-invite. You wouldn't be like, last time we had Donald here. He he really ticked some people off. We we we're not gonna invite him to the Super Bowl party this year. But Obama's coming every year. And you know, even if you didn't like Obama, if you would have talked to him in person, you'd be like, you know what, man? He's not he's not such a bad guy. I hate Democrats. But you know what, Obama? He was a cool guy. I just hate what he did. And then people was trying to say, he's got blood on his hands. He's got blood on it. What, what president doesn't have blood on their hands? This country was founded in blood on the hands. So what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Obama Obama has blood on his hands. Bush has blood on his hands. Clinton has blood on his hands. Reagan has blood on his hands. The other Bush had blood on his hands. Everybody got blood on their hands, man. Everybody. Shoot, JFK had blood on his head because he got assassinated. Come on, man. Y'all out here tripping. This whole country was founded in blood on the hands. As soon as y'all got here, y'all had syphilis and blood on the hands. Then you had the slave blood on your hands, too. So you, you, what are you talking about? What's your argument here, man? People are just wild as hell out here. It, it, it takes a lot for me not to get like, you know, to go back and forth with people on social media, man. I'll be like, oh, oh. they be saying some of the dumbest stuff. And I'm like, you can't be this thick. And then I got to chime in. And then, then I'll fade out. And then people will argue. And they'll just because I see the arguments because I get the alerts on my time. Man. Sometimes I look, sometimes I'm like, I'm done with this topic. But they still be going back and forth. And people show their true racist colors, man. And it's racism on both sides, man. I see it. Racism on both sides. And I'm like, ah, it's ugly, man. It's ugly. Migos put out an album. You know what I'm saying? It was supposed to be Atlanta's week, man. Atlanta Falcons were supposed to win the Super Bowl. Migos was supposed to have the hottest album out on the street. Everything just crumbled. You know, Migos ain't going to be number one for a second week. It's going to be Big Sean next week. And, uh, you know, there it is, man. Yeah, I'm personally not on the Migos train. I'm, I'm just not on the train. Like, I can't. They're not really blowing me away like that. But, you know, they're getting theirs, man. They 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 popular right now. They're doing their thing, man. But for me, it's it's not really my cup of tea. Childish Gambino shouting them out. I was like, all right, with the shout out, you know what I'm saying? Let's get it, man. But for me, ah, it's kind of cool on that. I watched this movie called uh, It Follows. I watched it. Uh, I watched it actually uh, over like 
I think Thanksgiving over Thanksgiving break, uh, me and the, me and the family watched it, and um, yeah, I watched it again last night. But uh, that movie is a great STD awareness precautionary tale. Like if you've never seen the movie, it follows. Check it out. It's on Netflix, and uh, the the whole premise the whole premise of the movie is you sleep with somebody that has this it following it. If you sleep with that person, the it will now follow you. And what it is, is what the it is. It's kind of like, it's kind of like uh herpes in a sense, you know what I'm saying? Or something that starts with an H any, any of those H joints where it's just, it's coming for you stuck with you. But anyway, so let's say, let's say you sleep with that person. So the it is now following you. And what, it, what the it is, is, it's just a person that's coming for you and they always walking towards you. They walk, they never run. They come in and they can just come from anywhere and they come towards you and then they just come and kill you. Their whole mission is to kill you. And so, but you see them coming. Like if you paying attention, you can see people walking up, you know, and then nobody else can see that person, but you though, that's the thing. Nobody else can see anything, but you, or, the person that gave it to you can also see it. Okay. So it's like, man, so you stuck with that. Now let's say the thing gets you. And then after it gets you, it will go back to the person that gave it to you. Okay. So it's like, so a lot of people be thinking, man, I get rid of it. I'll just be smashing prostitutes. Well, if the prostitute gets got, then it's coming back for you. So it's like, it's kind of better to, it's jacked up to give it to somebody else, first of all. But if you gave it to somebody else, it's kind of good to keep in touch with that person just to make sure they're still alive in this piece. All right. That way you, you can relax a little bit. That movie. Wow, man. I'm telling you, they should show that in health classes in high school. Like, yo, man, y'all, y'all think it's a game out here on these sexual streets. Check this movie out. It follows. And then put that mug in. Them kids would be like, Oh, I'm never having sex. I'm never doing it. I'm never doing this. Man, that's a that's a that'd be a good movie. Now the movie itself, you gotta be patient with it because it's a, it's slow paced, it's very slow paced. And the music is kind of distracting, but uh it's a cool it's a cool concept and it sticks with you. Like it's the, cause you, you, you keep asking yourself like, what would I do in this situation? Would I give it to somebody else? Or would I, would I kill myself? Would I let it get me? Or would I just live life on the run? And I'm like, man, I probably live on the run, but that, that would get old. Like you constantly running and that thing, every time you, you, you can't even chill. I can't even go to the movies, man. I love the movies. But if I go to the movies and I see somebody walk into the movie theater, I'm like, yo, is they, are they coming for me or just coming to sit in this aisle? I can never relax. I would have to sit in the back of the movie theater no matter what movie I watched. And I would have to sit in the middle. Because if I sit in the back row middle, if that thing is really it and it's coming for me, I can see, I can watch the person come up them steps and up the side. And if they really coming for me, they just going to walk over the people that are sitting in the aisle like, yo. And I'm just like, nah, man. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But at least I'm alive. I'm going to just tear ass up out of the movie theater, man. So check that out. Y'all check that out and let me know what you thought, you know, in my comment section, in my DMs or whatever. But uh, 
Yeah, man. So I'm gonna be back uh, weekly, y'all. I gotta get the discipline down. I'm gonna do it weekly. Verbal cardio once a week. Let's go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I left y'all, man, but I'm back. I'm going to be talking about movies, music, whatever's going on. You know me. I'm random as hell. And, uh, you know, 30 minutes of just random thoughts from me. And I appreciate you guys even caring that verbal cardio existed. So we're going to keep it going, man. It's just me. It's just water. And we just do this, man. And uh, my apologies once again. Please Follow me at Tony Baker Comedy on Instagram, at Tony Baker Comedy on Twitter, uh, Comedian Tony Baker on Facebook. Uh, I deleted my Snapchat, so I'm not heavy on there anymore. If you have any questions about verbal cardio, you want to get at me about some stuff, um, if you want me to touch on particular topics, hit me up in my DMs. Let me know. Make sure you hit me up in my DMs. And the first thing you should say is verbal cardio, so I know to open it. And then uh, we'll check it out from there. I don't check my Twitter like that, so don't don't really holler at me on Twitter because I'll probably miss it. And uh, Facebook, I miss a lot of messages too. But my Instagram, I, I try to stay on top of that. So do that, man. Reach out. Let me know you're watching. Spread the word. Um, you know, draw people to verbal cardio. I'm about to uh, venture out on this thing called, uh, shoot, I forget the name of it right now. But it, there's this uh, this uh, website for creators, and it's a setup to where you know your fan base can donate, not donate, but they can pay like a monthly fee, and to get the content from me. And I'm probably gonna switch my podcast to that. Like you could pay like a dollar a month just to subscribe to like you know Verbal Cardio or get some exclusives or whatever like that. Only a dollar a month, and then uh, I'm trying to get that going just so I can get some type of revenue for the content and stuff I'm putting out here. So, um, But I'll, I'll touch more on that on my social media and verbal cardio in the future. But I'm back, man. I'm sorry I, the, the end of this got all business-like. Don't nobody want to hear all that. But, yo, man, we back out here. And thank you for listening to another session of that verbal cardio.